Welcome back to the Marty Party, where every week we are featuring the experts in San Antonio and the surrounding area's new home construction. Today we have a very special guest from one of our favorite builders, Scott Felder. We have Miss Tara Birch. Welcome. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me, Chris. A absolutely. Thank you. And so Tara um, and I had the pleasure of meeting a couple months back uh, through one of our employees, Lauren. Lauren introduced us, and uh, it's been great ever since. I know that you guys are out there in the Crossvine. We are. Yes, right. Located uh, on 1518, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. I got to remember my streets. Yep, yeah, 1518. Kind of right by Randolph Air Force Base, so mm -hmm. easy location. Mm -hmm. yeah, very, very good location. Absolutely. Well, before we get into the fun real estate stuff, which I know everyone loves to hear about, let's take it back to the beginning. Where are you from? What was your upbringing like? Let us know. Well, I am a San Antonio native. Okay. Uh, so definitely a Texas girl. Um, and that's funny when out of town clients come in, it's not a secret in about five minutes. <laughs> um, so um, I definitely, you know, Texas proud and I, I love, you know, working in Central Texas. Um, I started in the apartment industry. Really? I always say they got me off the school bus. So I've been in the industry about 19 years total. That's incredible. Um, and done a little bit of everything with, with real estate. Um, but uh, life kind of gravitated towards new home sales and here I am and um, That's super amazing. happy to be here. Yeah. Okay, so when you were going, um, so you grew up, uh, what high school did you go to here? I went to private school okay. here, in, here in San Antonio called Blessed Hope um, and just community college. Um, and again, just kind of started in the workforce early and fell in love with the industry and helping people. So, so you didn't know, stopped. so even when you were going to high school and the community college, like you, there was no other job prior to real estate, like... Well, uh, I have been baking also for many, many years. Okay, all right, so, so baking. So what, okay, tell me about, I know nothing about cooking, even cooking, so baking is like a whole other level of cooking. Yes, it's it's completely different, it's more chemistry, <laughs> um, and you do have a, like a little bit of a science to it, but um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, when I was a little, when I was a kid, yeah. um, instead of toys and stuff for Christmas and birthdays, I always wanted cookbooks. Really? And um, I've been in the kitchen since I could, you know, reach the stove in the oven. So I, cool. I started baking when I was really young. I worked for H-E-B Bakery for many, many years. Wow. Um, and I have a little just home thing I do for friends and family now. It's more of a hobby. Yes. Um, but um, I love just making people smile. That's you know? incredible. People can't have a bad day when you give them cupcakes. So. That's what I, Okay, so look, with a preview, it's just a preview. You don't have to give me a plug. What are you doing now for these people? Like, what are you making? Um, just usually when it's a special occasion, when it's a birthday, um, when it's a wedding, and I have like a close friend, associate, family member, um, they're not going to get away from me with, without a cake. That's <laughs> incredible. So, okay, so I don't need a full cake, but I have to try it. You have to make yes. us like a little cupcake. I need to, I need to Definitely. understand what this is like. Yes. That's really cool. Okay, so um, H-E-B Baker, actually uh, one of my first jobs was at H-E-B. I, I was in the deli with the rotisserie chickens mm -hmm. burning my hands. Oh, so my yeah, goodness. I was on those, on those rotating ovens. Yes, so yes. I was not good, but but uh, in the bakery, I think that that's neat because they actually bake a lot of stuff in store, right? It's not a lot of it's not from like factories, right? Some of it is, but a lot of it is made in store. Um, the cake art is all in store, so that was kind of my specialty. So I consider myself a cake artist uh, as well as a baker, and um, it's just that's, a really fun hobby. That's and, so cool. Mm -hmm. That's really really neat. Oh, mm -hmm. that's that's amazing. Okay, so we're at HEB. Um, your first gig, you said it was in apartments, is that correct? My first gig, like real estate, yeah. was in apartment industry, and um, I was so green. Well, uh, yeah, tell me about it. So, like, what was this? Okay, so we've got Tara the baker. You're yeah. in college or out of college at this in point? In college, baking, doing multiple jobs, you know, paying my tuition. Um, and a friend of mine, um, who I was leasing an apartment from, right. asked me if I was interested um, and had I ever done anything like this. And I was like, oh, I, I don't know. And <laughs> she's like, well, we'll teach you everything you need to know. And, and, um, my first um, 
job with, with Graystar Real Estate Partners in San Antonio yes. when they used to have only 12 properties. They have a lot now. Now they have grown exponentially um, and they were an amazing company. It was a wonderful first experience for me. Um, and I just, you know, fell in love with the industry and getting to meet families and help people. And, you know, I really loved it. We went through the whole changes, you know, yes. in 2008 and 2009. Yep. So many different things that the market has done. And I really got to do a lot of market study and um, just kind of learn my craft as, as time went on. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And then um, it, what life led me to um, a place called the Elon in San Antonio. Yes, I'm familiar. Uh -huh. So I, uh, uh, the La Quintera, up by La Quintera right it, there, yes. It's a pretty amazing project. It um, was 539 apartment homes. Wow. Um, absolutely beautiful retail residential commercial so that kind of led me to putting my hands in a little bit more a little bit more on the marketing side and special events and that's incredible kind of fun stuff and so the, 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 the elon so familiar with it and i know that some people obviously a lot of people still live there nothing was ever sold there right it was all leased it was all leased um in the very very beginning it was european built okay. and the original architect uh built them as condos thinking that they were going to sell them but just with permitting and different city things it ended up being you know multifamily. Got it. um and a lot of other things there's a resort i mean it goes on yeah and on, the bars so. and everything yes that's really cool so going from your kind of your your great great star right not gray stone right great star. star yeah going mm -hmm. from your gray star properties into the Elon, you know, what was that like a culture shift as far as just like the process or was it very similar? It was, it was different. Um, it was extremely high end. Yes. Um, and I just, you know, I thought it would be super, super different, but it's hard for me to hide who I am. I'm Tara from Texas. It's not a secret. Tara you know? from Texas. And I meet, you know, so many different people. I met people from all over the world. That's really um, nice. At that, that property, I was there almost a decade. Wow. Uh huh. And so it was, it was a neat experience. And, um, once we were at a certain occupancy and it was really right before the pandemic hit that life kind of pushed me to new construction. Got it. And, um, you know, started, I did start with another builder. Um, and then, um, you and know, unfortunately it didn't work out due to pandemic stuff. And, um, but then life pushed me to Scott Felder and even better. And you've been, yeah, and you've been ever since. Been ever since. That's and amazing. Love it. Love my team. Love my bosses. Like I, I couldn't ask for a better company. To work well, you, and you guys have really, really cool, uh, in a good way. You guys have a really cool management, really cool, um, coworkers. I know a lot of the staff there, uh, are good friends of ours. So y'all have a good environment and a good culture. We really do. Yes. I mean, we're in the culture of, of helping families and helping each other. We're there to help out our realtors too. Yes. We, we know that we all you know are in this together as yes. a family and we need to help each other. Um, so I really like that. That's um, incredible. The flip side, it's also been a master class for me. Yes. Just when you think you've learned you know, to a certain point, there's something new, there's a new situation. So I'm constantly learning, you know, it's a learning process as we go. Absolutely. And I think that one of the big things, um, you know, what, the reason we do this, this series and bring people on to show either home buyers or other agents, you know, on about the production, right, is, is to show people that behind the scenes, there are everyday people that are doing the best they can as well to help everyone meet, you know, make the, the situation and the problem resolve themselves, right? I think too many people walk into model homes and say, oh, this person's just trying to get paid, right? Or this person's just trying to hard close me or trying to hard close. And that's not the case, mm -hmm. right? Especially at Scott Felder, you guys are truly wanting it to be the right home for the right person mm -hmm. and solve all of those boxes for them. Absolutely, Chris. I mean, we're, we're there to help people and help families, you know, into a, a new home and, you know, figure out, you know, 
what they need to change and, and meet all their needs and just just make them happy. And that's really we good. love nothing more than, you know, putting those keys in the family's hands on closing day, just making them happy. So, you know, through 2021, you know, we're working on faith, you know, that's so good. we're just really happy to, to do what we do. That's incredible. And so we will, uh, we, you know, of course we go a bit in and out of, if you haven't watched the series before we, you know, we go a little bit non real estate, a little bit real estate. Um, I think this is interesting because you're one of the first guests that we've had on your side of town. We've had a lot of people from Bernie, a lot of people from the West side, a lot of high end, which of course you're still at a higher price point, but the area that you're in is unique. The yes. area that you're in is unique. In 1518, if you don't know this road, it does have a couple of high-end builders. You, you had Gian down the street at ha Halley's Cove, right? Uh, they were right down there, and Highland was there as well. And then, of course, you all in the cross find. And, but you, when you keep going, you cross 35, and you enter into uh, St. Hedwig, right? Which, of mm -hmm. course, you've got homes that are $200,000 and things like that. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, going back to the cross find, the cross find, tell us a little bit about it. I know it's a master plan community. It is. It's, And I think that's what makes it unique. It's an interesting little pocket because you are surrounded by farm and ranch. Yes. Um, but you're accessible to everything you need, you know, local grocers, not far from the forum, all those things. And I've never seen a community that has so many amenities in a residential community. <laughs> right. So literally every corner is another surprise. We've got pocket parks, yes. stock fishing ponds. We actually have our own lifestyle director lifestyle that, that director. plans events every two weeks. So it's like living at a resort, but you have That's your really own cool. beautiful Scott Felder home, right? So it's so amazing uh, to be, you know, a homeowner there in that community. And That's amazing. they always like buy little golf carts when they move in. That's so, so cool. I mean, you know, it's a fun community when you see the family driving by like, hey. And, and they're yeah. waving to you after you just like you I just mean, closed them. They're super happy. So, you know, even my new clients that come in, I'm like, I promise I'm not paying them to do this. Like <laughs> they incredible. love it here. It's, it's an amazing place to live. That's so, so good. And so uh, it, I know one of the phases of the Crossline, I don't know if they started yet. They were talking about doing kind of a, like town center with shops and stuff. Have they started building that yet? That is something that is in the plans um, from the developers. Right. So there's a little fire station that's literally directly across from where our garden homes are going to be. Yes, that's a so new product, right? It is. It is. It's a new product um, with rear garage entry, perfect for someone that has a busy lifestyle. They want to be a homeowner, but they don't want a lot of yard maintenance. So like front yard maintenance will be included by the HOA and such. Um, however, you know, those... Uh, homeowners and you know the rest of the homeowners will be able to walk down to have a cup of coffee, go shopping That's in the amazing. little strip center. So it's going to be super cute. That's, so when did the uh, when did the garden homes start being built? So we're in permitting right now. Okay. Um, they are going to be a little bit faster build than our traditional single family um, because uh, they have all been planned out. Got it. Um, so they're going to be super, super cute. However, the future homeowners can pick their design oh. with the exception of cabinets. So they can go and pick their tile, their backsplash, their flooring, and really take a part in customizing their garden home. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So garden homes are a product that are, in a lot of other parts of the U.S., they're a lot more common than they are here. Uh, what that is, if you are unfamiliar, is like she said, it's a little bit smaller lots, right? So you're a little bit closer to your neighbors, right? But it's perfect for somebody that doesn't want to have a lot of upkeep, right? Mm -hmm. It's perfect for somebody that's just saying, hey, you know, I need a beautiful four walls, but I need four beautiful walls, mm -hmm. right? To so just call my own um, and not so much maintenance, right? They usually share one side of the yard shares a wall with the home next door. And then of course you have the other side that has your yard. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's a traditional garden home. So if you're familiar with it, a lot of garden homes are on the East coast where land is more expensive. So they build them, mm -hmm. you know, kind of tighter, but out here it's a great niche product in a good way. So as a great niche product, because it allows for somebody that maybe doesn't want this giant 3000 square foot Texan home mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to have something that is, 
you know, a little just bit right. more. Yes. And we have one and two stories. And what's unique about ours is you're not sharing any walls. They're all separated. Oh, that's good. So you have space between your neighbors, not as much as, you know, some of our huge lots, but you do have some space between the neighbors and, you know, it's all your property. Oh, that's and really so good. It's, it's really, really nice. So you are, you know, definitely a homeowner on, with your own property. But if you like traveling, if you have a busy career and you just don't have time for all that maintenance, it's perfect. That is incredible. So you guys will be offering uh, both products for a moment. You know, yes. you'll be offering the garden homes and you're still traditional build on your, well, on the lots that y'all have there. Yes. We only have about 12 more opportunities remaining on our phase four. So okay. if anyone's interested, in the cross line, they got should probably bit. act pretty quickly. You got a little little window of opportunity. <laughs> little window here, so come see me. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's that's amazing. That you know, we'll drop Tara's info for you know where to find her in the cross line. So tell me, outside of work and outside of baking, uh, for somebody who's local to San Antonio, San Antonio's changed a lot. It has. It has changed a lot. So when you were growing up, were there was there anything? I got here late, right? I, I've only been here for fifteen years now, which is not nothing but it's not as long as born and raised what um what like is there anything that's that was like a childhood staple that's gone now like something you used to do that no longer exists oh, man. <laughs> you know what there was this ice cream shop when i was a kid called swinson okay let's say let's it, put it, it out this slap man and they did the coolest little like ice cream towers and, and there's so many cool things you know to, to go to especially down by the pearl the culinary scene has like really expanded in san antonio um but you know that was that was my favorite thing as a kid and it was it wasn't really a chain it was just like a one that's crazy. Mom and pop ice cream place. It was really cool, but that was probably my favorite place as a kid. That's amazing. Um, what but, What about like en like entertainment? I know that obviously Six Flags Sea Worlds have been here for a minute, but was there anything that y'all used to do that like maybe isn't done so much anymore? You know what's making a comeback is roller skating. Really? Yes. Okay. I, I, yes. Okay. I did this. I used to do that in middle school. The ro the roller skate. You know the jam skating, and um, I've actually seen friends like on social media like you know, lead these like little skate packs and stuff. It, it's a thing now, apparently. It's coming back. That's Make amazing. It come back. So, if, so lesson is that if you wait long enough, trends go in circles. Everything circles back eventually. Absolutely. So, Have you seen the sure. people wearing the high-waisted uh, oh, yeah. jeans? Like that's the thing. I don't remember if that was 80s or 90s. That's really cool. So when you, um, when you, were, when you were growing up here, I'm trying to think like infrastructure wise, like highway system was 1604 a thing. 1604 was a thing, but it was kind of like the boonies, you know, <laughs> and like Fiesta, Texas used to seem so far away. There was nothing there. There was nothing there. And it, you know, the stuff didn't exist and nobody went that far, you know, even going out, say Lock Hill summer, days of Allah, you know, that was all kind of nothing. Yeah. You know, so it's the loop is just extending and extending loop 410, I 10, 1604, 35, you know, so everything's just extending. Um, San Antonio has grown so much and even these surrounding cities like, you know, you guys are here in New Braunfels. It's grown as well. That's crazy. Um, our city of shirts is growing. Um, so it's definitely still that's amazing. Is that where you grew up? Was in shirts? I grew up in San Antonio. Okay. Like that's right. You said that's San Antonio prop proper. So, okay. So when you say that, right, like what, what was San Antonio proper? Like it was basically like what's inside 410 now is what it was? Yeah, pretty much, you know. I mean, you had your little um, subdivisions. I guess Alamo Heights yes. was some of the, one of the first like bougie subdivisions <laughs> before there was ever Stone Oak, you right. know. That was actually the stomping grounds in high school. I had a good girlfriend who went to um, Incarnate Word. Yes. And a couple girlfriends that, that went there. So, you know, Alamo Heights was the was place. It. it was the place. Be before there was ever a Stone Oak, That's you know. That's crazy. And, and then it just kind of started 
started growing further and further north, I think we just started gravitating, you know, so. Kind of north, right. Then people went into Bull Verde and of course now Bernie's really big. Oh, Bernie's so, huge, yeah. Which is crazy. And so when I got here, when I got here, there's these big gaps between like New Braunfels and then like shirts, right? And mm -hmm. New Braunfels and Cibolo. Cibolo wasn't even along 35. You had that bowling alley in the middle yeah. of the cornfield <laughs> out there. So, and it was kind of like that, right? Like mm -hmm. there wasn't, there's it wasn't so many city open to city. spaces and, yes. and you know, that's kind of pulls me back to the crossvine. What I love is that they developed my community with all these green, like open spaces. Yes. So you don't feel like packed in. And that's a lot, a lot of the really nice homes here in central Texas. that I think what's drawn so many people to us is we do have these open spaces, you know, we've have amazing developments, but we're not packing people in like sardines and people actually get a nice space between the neighbors. Where they actually have, where they actually have land. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and I think something that is interesting as well is I was in Austin yesterday. I, I had a lunch with some uh, great reps from a, a different builder, but they told me that their average, this is average, okay, price point across all of Austin, like the lowest mortgage you'll get on a new construction home starts in the fives, 5,000 or plus, right? And and here, those are mortgages to maybe y'all's product, which is considered our high end. Mm -hmm. You know, people mm -hmm. are getting mortgages in the fours, fives, and sixes, you mm -hmm. know, at y'all's price points. So I think that that goes to show that San Antonio is still behind in a good way, mm -hmm to where not only do they have the space like you were talking about, mm -hmm. but they can actually afford a really, really nice home. You're right on with that. I mean, even though, you know, price points have gone up this year, you know, right. on a national scale, um, Central Texas, San Antonio in particular, is still undervalued, you right. know, for what, what we offer. Um, so you really do get your money's worth. And, you know, you have just a little bit more pocket money at the end of the month, which is which is nice for people that work hard for their money, you know? Easy, absolutely, for sure, for sure. And I think another thing as well, uh, talking about just the cross fine, uh, since we went to that, uh, for military, right? If you're a military uh, individual, right, military family, especially if you have your disability rating, 100% disabled vets, if you don't know in the state of Texas, you don't pay property taxes. Mm -hmm. As a state, we don't have state income tax, right? But what we do have are higher property taxes to offset the loss of the state budget for not having state income tax. So what's great about that is for all of our service members that are 100% disabled rated, you actually don't pay any property taxes, which are a large portion of our mortgages. So we see a lot of people that are maybe still active duty working at Randolph, mm -hmm. right? As, as a civilian now, they're, they're not in the service anymore, right? But they're civilians, but they still work on base mm -hmm. that are able to get these homes mm -hmm. and not pay any property taxes, which makes it even that much more affordable. Affordable, it's amazing. It's of course, absolutely well deserved for our, our you know ladies and gentlemen in service you know um so it's really really nice to be able to serve um that part of our community that you know is giving back to or has given back to us for so many years absolutely so, um it's a real honor um i've got air force in my family uh so when i see the planes go over you know i just absolutely love being in that area and it's it's super amazing and really kind of gives us a sense of pride you know we're really really fortunate to live where we do so that's a yeah, that's super incredible and i think that just alone, the testament of that, just that area in general, specifically the Crossfine as a neighborhood. The Crossfine's been around for, it's probably going on, if I had to remember when I started selling there six plus years ago. Um, just, I was selling in phase one. I don't think y'all were even there yet. It was like, it was like Lennar, which, or it was Ryland, which became Lennar, Kyle Lennick, mm -hmm. and then David Weekly. And 
now Pulte went in and then y'all went in, everyone went in. And so it's it's great too, because you kind of have a mix, right? Sometimes people don't want to be the first in a neighborhood mm-hmm. where it's still establishing, there's no mature trees. But as you start driving through the early sections of the Crossvine, it feels very much like a mature neighborhood. It really does. And you, you said it, beautiful mature trees. We have 50 and 100 year old oak trees in the community. Cool. So we were able to kind of build around, which is really nice and uh, preserve the you know integrity of the natural landscape, which is really nice. That's, uh, absolutely. And ease of action access as well because you have 1518 that goes up and down you can go down i-10 if you work in san antonio some people even commute to houston uh from that that area i have people that that work in houston that commute down i-10 and then you can cut across i forget the sideways road but it goes to 1604 lower seguin road Road. um, and that's how i travel daily you know up 1604 to lower seguin road and it's a quick commute wherever you're going and you're 25 minutes away from downtown san antonio via i-10 um about 30 minutes from la cantera area fiesta texas san antonio Antonio, um, 15 minutes or so from New Braunfels. That's right. Fantastic location. Even if you're working in Austin, um, it is less expensive than the Austin market. Absolutely. So if you're worth lo- the commute. It is. If you're looking for a fabulous home um, that doesn't have, you know, too, too far of a commute and, you know, just a little bit more pocket money, you know, each month. I mean, it's worth investing in the cross find. So. Absolutely. Especially with remote work. So that's something that I think as well, a lot of people don't focus on is that remote opportunities are becoming more prevalent. And so you can have a job and potentially not only in another city like Austin, you can have another job in a completely different state mm-hmm. and Absolutely. be and be living in the cross fine where the cost of living like we you know kind of just went through is a lot lower than maybe some of these other metropolitan areas Absolutely. which is super cool okay that's that's really really good so i want to ask about um i want to ask about the riverwalk particularly since i when i got here of course the riverwalk was kind of i'm sure it's been it's been established for a long time but has it changed a lot or is it kind of always the same you know, I love there's there's so much history in yes. San Antonio. Um, of course, you know, you've got the Alamo yes. and I mean, everybody, you know, knows these things. But um, I love that they just kept, you know, some of the natural beauty and then right. the natural history because the Riverwalk is just such a cool historic area. And you have fun new, you know, restaurants and culinary and beautiful hotels. And uh, you still have the boat tours. Yes. If a family visits to San Antonio, they can do like a Riverwalk boat tour and, you know, just really kind of explore the city. That's They're, great. You can just spend the day checking it out. So it's, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. But it's very, it's, a, it's pretty similar to what it was when you were growing up. It hasn't changed much. What's changed is um, a little bit further over the Pearl area yes, downtown. Okay. Um, so the Pearl was nothing it was nothing it was an old brewery actually okay. so pearl beer the beer of the 70s <laughs> um they they closed down the brewery but they didn't tear down the brewery so it got um kind of re- renovated yes and then they started to pop up all these amazing um you know culinary spots restaurants coffee shops boutiques um even like multifamily um housing projects and everything so there's some beautiful um areas you know to visit down there by the pearl they have beautiful common areas um with really entertainment good. It's it's really up and coming and uh, definitely a spot to see if you're visiting San Antonio. That's good. And I think that a lot of people kind of sleep on that, like you were saying, that we are we're getting more modern, right? I know a lot of people used to gravitate and still do. A lot of people gravitate towards Austin just because they feel like Austin is California in the, all the right ways, right? With the shops, the dining, the opportunities. But I feel like a lot of our new developments are pacing, if not mm-hmm. out excelling some of these areas where there's things to do mm-hmm. that feel very 
modern. We do have high-end dining, right? We do have high-end cuisine, but we also have, you know, the best taco joints where you can get tacos for $2. And it's, it's amazing. You can get some of the best Mexican food in the world in San Antonio. I just, I have to say, I have to plug that, but, um, and yeah, I, that's my nemesis. I'm addicted. <laughs> I will not say no to breakfast tacos ever. Okay. Ever. okay so specifically what on the breakfast taco, what's your go-to? I love potato, egg, and cheese with a slice of bacon. I mean, it's just... so it's not potato, <laughs> egg, and cheese. It's bacon, potato, egg, and cheese. No calories. No calories. If you eat it on a Monday, I think the calories fall out. Yes, I'm, that I'm makes sense. Sure. Okay, so so is there a spot? Is there a spot? I know we can get tacos from anywhere, but is there someone that you'll drive out of the way for to get tacos from? Hmm, there is a spot. Let me think of it. There's a spot kind of northwest San Antonio. Yes. Um, it is called uh, Tres Hermanos. <laughs> Okay, tell <laughs> it's, me. It's a fruiteria, like a fruit stand. Yes. So a fruiteria, and then they have, you know, just, I mean, homemade, authentic tacos, tortas, asada, like all kinds of <laughs> delicious food. And there's always a line, and it started as a fruit stand, but yes. this place to me, I think it's, they have some of the best tacos and fruit cups that you can get in San Antonio. It's a little trek, but it's worth it. That's amazing. Yeah. And so the fruit cup thing, that's something that, uh, and corn in the cup, right? Like that's something oh, yeah. that was I wasn't familiar with, but out here, like that's like a staple. It, it's a thing. It's a definitely <laughs> a thing. And then people have elevated it, right? So you have like your fine dining restaurants and inspired by, you know, elote, you know? Yes. And so there's just different, uh, it's really branched out. I love that our Tex-Mex cuisine is now like a lot uh, more popular. Like so. a staple. Uh -huh. That's cool. Yeah, that, that's really good. So if, if you didn't know, Northwest Side, what was the name of it? I'm sorry. It's called Tres Hermanos. It is literally like a, a fruit stand. That's amazing. Gone Taco House as well. So Gone Taco House as well. So make your way out there if you want to try. <laughs> The best tacos, but yes, I'm with the breakfast tacos are our big staple here. Um, I do a lot of barbecue. Barbecue is another thing that I, oh, yeah. yeah, can kind of chat on. We have some good barbecue as well. I know a lot of Texas does, but I think that we've got some good spots as well. Um, I'm trying to think what else like a lot of people eat out here. Um, you know, Harmon's down the street yes. here. Civil has been here how many years? Like I, I think like. Like 50, 40, yeah, 40, 40 50 like, yeah. It's been there for quite a while, and they have some of the best barbecue I've ever had. Yes, that one's that spot's really, really yeah. good. Uh, I've driven out to Wimberley, or not Wimberley, I'm sorry, uh, Lockhart, where oh, Black's yeah. is, where Black's, Black's started. Is yes, good. I've driven out to there. I've driven out to Dripping Springs, where um, you've got the Salt uh, Salt Lake. Salt Lake. Or, yeah, mm -hmm. I almost said Saltgrass Steakhouse. Salt Lake, yeah. So I've made the trek to a lot of these places. Barbecue adventure. Yes, barbecue <laughs> adventure. But I think that we all, I think that's great where in San Antonio, you can have authentic Mexican food. Like you said, some of the best in the world. Wow, you've got a great barbecue scene as well. But then, like you said, a lot of these modern concepts are coming up around downtown. Mm -hmm. There's tons of different new concepts that are very modern, very foodie, mm -hmm. right, for those and it's old meets new, so um, you have like your beautiful historic hotels, like Hotel Emma, that yes. has the beautiful you know bar that's fairly new. Um, there's a beautiful nightclub on top of the Thompson that just yes. opened recently. So there's some beautiful, like very nice and and um, very modern spots that are you know integrated with these historic hotels in our city. You know, so it's really really old meets new, and it's super super fun concept absolutely and when when you were growing up in san antonio did y'all so texans i know are big on rivers did y'all like make the trek ever out to the Braunfels? Did y'all do anything in the river when you were growing up um from time to time you know um gosh canyon lake i guess was more okay, the thing when i was, I was a say. kid um but uh i found out recently i live um you know more north so 
20 minutes from my home, there's Bernie Lake Park. Yes. So there's a lake out in Bernie. And I, who would have known? It's, who would have known? Apparently they're drinking water, so they don't allow any gas boats yes. or anything like that. It's beautiful water, um, paddleboard and everything. That's amazing. Um, yeah, so, so things I'm still finding out about. I did that, our area. Uh, Medina, did y'all ever go out to Medina? Was that? I did. Okay, Medina so Lake. yeah, Medina mm-hmm. Lake. So Texans are, are big on rivers and lakes. That's oh, like yeah. a thing. Or to float. That's yes. a thing that. You know, people haven't heard of, like, are you going to float this summer? And, yeah. And everybody, like, yeah. So right here in New Braunfels, you know, you can float the Comal, yes. float the Guadalupe, get a tube, an inner tube, and, you know, you get your beverage, and you just lay out on that tube, and you float in a circle the whole day. And, and that's what get, we do. Get sunburned and have a good time. And literally yeah. have a good time. And with the inner tubes that she's talking about, right, if you think that you're going to go, and some people do go like this, right, but they're not like the clear inner tubes in the water park. Like, people have these black yeah. rubber, you know, like they look like tires yes. almost, you Big know. rubber, you know, tires, <laughs> and you, you know, so the rocks don't, you know. Yes, poke the hole. <laughs> we're, we're, so. we're weird out here, <laughs> but in a, in a good way. And there's just so much to do. And I think that that's, like, I think that's one of the highlights, right, of why I want people to understand that there is a lot and a lot's changed because mm-hmm. when people look at us and they start stacking us up, you know, okay, DFW, Houston, Austin, San Antonio, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like we rank last a lot of times in people's mind, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Of, oh, I don't want to go to San Antonio. Why would I want to go there? Mm-hmm. But we we have had so much to do. We have, you know, you have high-end culture too. I mean, you have the beautiful Tobin Center. Yes. Um, you know, we have plays and theater and, you know, San Antonio has a theater. So, I mean, we have high-end culture as well, but then you also have the simple pleasures of floating the Kamel yeah, if floating you want to. The, floating the so Kamel. it's kind of, you know, what are you feeling that day? Absolutely. There, there's something for everybody in, in San Antonio and Central Texas area for sure. Absolutely, so. without a doubt. And even, and not only just during the day but even on the nightlife right like we like we talked about you do have upscale places to eat you do have nightclubs you have all of these great spots but you also i drove by a spot the other day i didn't catch the name but you've got these these bars right where the outside of the bars the legit driftwood you know fences and they've just got tables out there that have rust on them and mm-hmm. it's basically you know two dollar beers hang out outside listen to live music, music and watch the game or or whatever's going on so we offer so much yes so much. so much to the area, but it has changed a lot. That is that is the big takeaway that I have is that it's changed a lot. Mm-hmm. That's been good. So, okay, any closing thoughts? I mean, anything that you want to share with the world? Anything we should know about you or or Felder? I know we went through a goodness, bunch of it. Goodness, Well, you know, it's it's a quality home, and people would ask, well, what's the difference? Yeah, go ahead. Tell you us. You know, um, so Scott Felder does have an amazing product. Um, we do build what's called stick on grade. So okay. we build on site. It's a harder way to build. Um, with the market shift in 2021, a lot of builders went to frame kits. So yes. they're literally putting together a kit. We do not. So that's that's a big difference in the way that we build um, our single family homes. Yes. Um, and it's just the quality and the time and the care that's put in. But honestly, the service. Um, we that's care good. about the families that we help. Um, all of my families have my personal cell number. They don't have, you know, just an office number not that there's anything wrong with that but I want my families to be able to call me if they have a question a concern and we're there to walk them through the process it's a very important decision it's a yes. very big deal it's one of the most important decisions you'll ever make where you're going to live where you're going to raise your children where you're going to work from um, live your life so we want to be a part of that in um, the right. most positive way um, so it's just it's very important to us as, as a team and individually, you know, to be able to give the very best service we can to our families. That's incredible. And so that this has obviously been in a great episode, guys, with Tara. 
Price point, we missed that. What if people want to reach out to you to start in the uh, in the Crossvine, regardless of the garden home or the single family? Where are you starting? So our garden homes are actually starting in the low fours. Wow, uh-huh. that's so great. In the low fours, going up to kind of uh, mid to low fives. Okay. And then our um, traditional single family homes, I have homes priced right now as low as five seventy, um, going up to the low sevens, low just sevens. To, just depending on on what you're wanting. Um, and then we have you know some amazing savings going on. Um, um, we are partnering with our preferred lender yes. to combat those interest rates. So we're doing a lot that we can really help um, alleviate that fear, like what if, um, including refinancing post-closing um, right now that we're offering. Um, That's incredible. Or buying down rates. So we can do a lot to really decrease that monthly payment and help people both immediately and long-term. And downturn down the road. So if you miss that, like catch that, guys. Scott Felder's offering an, an incentive or a program right now mm-hmm where down the road, if rates have come down, they're gonna come back, they're gonna call you back and they're gonna work with you to refinance your mortgage down. Absolutely. We mentioned this on a couple of our episodes, I always say it, right? You marry the house, you date the rate. Rates are not forever. These rates being where they are, they can go up, it can get worse than it is now, or it can go, it can get better, right? But what cannot change is home prices. They're only going one way, which is up. So I highly recommend that if you're in the market for a new construction home or even any home, take advantage of the fact that prices have softened a little bit, that there are some incentives and there's some programs out there. There are some discounts out there and take advantage, get into a home this year that you can, that's gonna be your own. Absolutely, Chris, right now we're offering $20,000 in the cross line to, to help families so that's incredible and they all these incentives guys of course are changing every month so just make sure you reach out to tara we're gonna drop all her info in the video in case it changes or incentives go up or down and all of that we want to make sure that you guys are getting the most current things but this has been amazing thank you so much for being here thank you no thank you and this has been a great episode of the marty party guys as always please follow us on youtube hit that subscriber bell uh notification bell and make sure that you follow and like our page we're on spotify instagram tiktok and everything in between so as always guys This is Marty Party, and we'll catch you next time.